This is the master on a Thursday afternoon, starting off with Phil Duncan from Weatherwatch. Oh, I still smile every time I hear that. G'day, Phil Duncan. <laughs> me too, me too. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm going very well. Um, how's things been in the last week? Well, you know what's funny? I spent all of last week telling everybody that Mother Nature doesn't know the date of the meteorological start to spring. It doesn't just sort of switch, and then spring starts, and it just switches <laughs> overnight. It's everywhere is warmer, and it feels like spring's here already, which is um, a little bit surprising. It's funny, isn't it? We've had a fantastic week here. We've got a bit of blue sky, a bit of cloud around today, but temperatures mid-late teens over a couple of days. Um, it is September, you would expect it, but you know the argument's been, the forecast has been, or the weather cycle's been a month behind where it should be, but perhaps spring maybe just playing ball. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting right now um, in Australia, in the southeastern corner of Aussie, They've got a low-pressure zone forming. It's going to deepen tomorrow over the top of Tasmania and be a proper storm for them with gale-force winds in Melbourne and Adelaide and probably Hobart and, and plenty of rain and then some snow. And they've got thunderstorms all up around New South Wales and inland areas. The reason I'm telling you that is that system is moving our way by Sunday and Monday. It will fall apart as it comes here. It's kind of like a wave crashing on the beach as it gets to us. So it kind of falls apart. But we've got a surge of wind and rain. And so before that arrives, those, those winds will be warm. So tomorrow is going to be an ideal day in Southland, the perfect way to end the week. You might get to 20 degrees tomorrow, uh, sunny skies, beautiful day, and then a cold night where you may get a frost. Although if you do get a frost tomorrow night, Saturday morning, it'll be very, very light and weak. But, yeah, pretty warm weather with highs around 19, 20 degrees for the next few days. But it changes on Monday. Proper cold front, that one from Aussie comes in, and you drop um, your daytime high goes from 19 tomorrow to 9 degrees on Monday. But no real change in the overnight temperatures, so that's kind of interesting. And while it does drop in temperature as such, there's nothing sinister behind it, like no southerlies or anything that's going to take a real bite on the young animals? Nah, it's, um, I mean, yeah, it could be a little bit cold on, on Monday night, um, getting down to three degrees with a bit of a wind blowing through, a westerly blowing through, and then the high on Tuesday only eight. So that's a bit miserable. Um, we're, on our rural weather website, we do have in there the wind chill for 24, um, you know, 24 hours a day. And it does show that from sort of lunchtime Sunday, you're around about, the wind chill's around about 15, 16 degrees, 16 degrees lunchtime Sunday. That's not bad. But then it just goes downhill all the way to Tuesday. So when you wake up on Tuesday, it'll be minus one, the wind chill. So Monday night, Tuesday morning, they'll be cold. So will Tuesday night, Wednesday. And really next week for newborn livestock will be a bit miserable. It won't be brutal, though. So I don't expect it to be too problematic. But if you've got some you know, newborn lambs in particular that are, that are maybe a bit weak and a bit cold, they might need a little bit of special care on that Monday night, Tuesday night. What are we seeing for the next couple of weeks? Okay, next week's going to be a little bit cooler. How's it looking for the rest of the month? So we've got basically the, the early calling signs of El Nino, and we've also got spring, and they are very similar. They actually are basically the same thing. And so you'll get more westerlies coming through. Now, as we go further out, 
we are seeing a good variety of highs and lows for New Zealand and Australia, which is kind of what you want. Um, and we're seeing, yeah, variety is probably the main word, actually. So that means we've got a mixture of wind from the north and from the south and from the west, I think probably a fair bit. And we're seeing mixtures of highs and lows. So that means rainfall's going to be coming through Every week, there'll be some rain. Now, whether it's a huge amount of rain or not, that's a different question. But at this stage, it looks as though Southland's really leaning fairly normal uh, rainfall-wise for this time of the year. So you're getting a bit of rain, not necessarily excessive, and then some nice warm days in between. So I actually do hope that will spark some pasture growth, which has been pretty much dom um, uh, dormant nationwide for the last couple of months. But I do expect we'll start to see that pasture coming back to life again over the next week or two as we get a mixture of warm days, sunshine and that rain. And one last thing, speaking of sunshine, 20 minutes more sunlight every week during the month of September. So by the end of the month, we will have a full hour of extra sunlight compared to when we started the month. And then, of course, we have daylight saving kicking in. When's that? Which means, which means the mornings go back to normal, but the evenings will be two hours brighter. When is daylight saving? Can you remember? Can't Last be too far away. Saturday of, of September. Well, there we go. Still a couple of weeks away. Um, so as far as winds going through, nothing bitter as such. Just next week, just to be, if you need to do some shedding out, get it done over the weekend so you can start afresh for um, the new week. Yeah, yeah, because it is a bit showery next week. It's a little bit colder next week. and Well, a fair bit colder, actually. 10 degrees colder uh, by daytime as we go through next week. But, um, yeah, it warms back up again by the following weekend. And so a lot of the weather we're seeing in Southland is what I call sideways weather. It's not coming from the tropics. It's not coming from the Southern Ocean, really. It's coming from Australia. And you're going to see in my weather videos um, over, and, and in our news content over the next few weeks a lot more talk of Australia because our weather is sort of drifting from there now and more and more often. So it's, it's a sideways weather pattern. That's not usually too dramatic. But we do have to keep a close eye on the Southern Ocean because at this time of year, all it takes is a brief break in those high-pressure zones over us and you can have a major winter blast come through and remind us that uh, winter's only just finishing now. And so just need to be have that in the back of your mind, that we're not out of the woods just yet. So a summation for the next seven days, Phil, is this week's looking A-OK, -okay, but next week it is going to get colder and be prepared. Basically, and, and Australia's weather pattern in the southeastern corner, you know, sort of from Sydney southwards, is very unsettled, and, and that's a precursor for what we're getting, more westerly-driven weather. I just hope that um, the weather in Australia gets nice and thundery for the start of October because I'm not a big sports guy, but I love Bathurst, and that's a great <laughs> race when there's a good thunderstorm in the middle of it. I thought you were going to talk about the NRL finals. <laughs> no, but I've been, I've been told about that because I was talking about the Melbourne Storm the other day because they've got, literally got a Melbourne Storm this week. And I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, oh, well done. Yes, it is. Yeah, um, never considering I don't watch the NRL, I, I, I do know a few things. <laughs> I'm from a family of boys that all all love watching sport. I'm the odd one out. No, you ain't like AFL then, I take it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just very finally, I've had this written out in my paper for the last few weeks, meaning to ask you and to talk to you. What exactly is a hecapascal? Well, it's the same as a millibar. Um, it's, it's how you measure the air pressure. So we use Celsius and, and degrees to measure temperature, mm. and we use hectopascals to measure the air pressure. And it's exactly, when we were kids, it was um, MB. You'd see millibars written on the map. 
Uh, hectopascals, just a different word for the same kind of formula. It's still the same numbers. They still mean the same thing. It just sounds a bit jazzier. Yeah, hectopascal was the name, I think. Um, I, it's one of those areas where I, I can't remember exactly why it changed from millibars to hectopascals. There was a, it changed in the 90s, and it was kind of the same reason why Greenwich Mean Time suddenly became UTC. And it was sort of, I think, just a more digital way of covering stuff in a more uh, way. Oh, well, shout out to the Hecapascal family if they do exist. Yeah, this is Hecapascal. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Duncan of Weather Watch, great readings for the next week. Appreciate your time as always. Please sign yourself out. Well, thanks very much for joining us on the Muir and Duncan Radio Function. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you be. Thanks, lad. Oh, they get worse each week. Thank you. <laughs> Phil Duncan out of Weather Watch. Interesting forecast for the next week. Looking really good for the rest of this week, but just next week it is getting cooler. So um, nothing sinister, but it is getting a bit nippier, let's be honest. Up next, Nathan Nelson out of Derry NZ. This is The Muster. Oh,